This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Throwback Thursday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, co-host, producer of the product, sitting across the table from me. Jake, how are you, buddy? Doing fantastic. Had a great radio show this morning and uh, feeling good. Taking it over to this uh, Broncos Blitz podcast. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, actually, we have a bunch of stuff we didn't mention on the show today that will fill up the podcast. Why wouldn't we on a Thursday night football edition of the podcast? We'll talk about that game just for a little bit because while it looks like a stinker, it is a stinker, has a chance to be... uh, a betting affair for us, uh, DraftKings, partners of this podcast. I think there's some money to be made tonight on this Thursday night football game. I also think that uh, the Broncos have a chance to cover, Jake, 11 and a half points. That is a gigantic number. Um, 2-0 in terms of not just uh, in the standings, but in terms of covers for the Broncos as well. 11 and a half points. I want to talk about that, that number. Um, Tomorrow we'll do the podcast. You will be out. So we'll break down the podcast, look at the Jets, and maybe a different perspective of on the field and what we could expect. Maybe go quarter by quarter type of stuff. But we'll get your predictions for this weekend at the end of this podcast today as well. Um, I'm okay. nervous. Don't be nervous, Jake. Why? I don't know. <laughs> if you're scared, then I will take you to my church, and you could talk to Father Rick. I'd or, rather have a dog. Okay, or just get you a lab. He'll sleep at the bottom of your bed, and when he hears a noise, he'll go, and look around, and he'll, he'll know that everything's okay, and he'll lay back. Down. Or he'll go, you know, check the backyard and... Make sure that no one's there to uh, abduct you, Jake. That's probably a little too strong. That's probably so. As of right now, yeah, that Bronco spread has changed to what minus ten and a half. Oh, so Ooh. even more reason to bet on the Broncos. You know those nice round numbers. Those that half point is a hook. They call it a hook for a reason. Anyone who's bet before is, you know, lost a bet or lost like a big parlay down to like a half point. You've showed me things and I've showed you things, Jake, on our um, on our phones or betting slips that just made you want to just sheer pure cry for for the other man, you know? Yeah. Um so if we're talking, you know, betting, and if it's at ten and a half, well, then the number to buy it down to nine and a half would probably uh, wouldn't be too extreme and dramatic, especially if you're going to put it inside of a parlay. Okay. Um, again, if you're just uh, a straight kind of unit better, if you're a ten dollar better on the Broncos straight, then that you know having to bet. $10 to win $6 back. That's not, you know, again, it's everyone's different. Everyone does it a different way. Uh, I like 10 and a half a lot better than 11 and a half. I think the Broncos beat them by 15 or 20 points, to be honest with you. But also say Jacksonville uh, scores one more late game touchdown or another game throughout that game, and they have that touchdown that they had later in the game be the one to cover a big number. That could happen with the Jets theoretically, I guess. 11 and a half is a big number. There's guys who have betting kind of philosophies that they just don't ever bet against double digit spreads, you know, or, you know, traveling across country stuff or, you know, there's just everyone's got adages, old betting adages. So when we're talking about kind of the number and betting this game itself, I don't know. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not quite there yet to make my prediction, but also we talked on the show today. It's like, I don't know how the Jets score 
13 points in this game. And actually, when we really broke it down, you know, I was trying to find ways, turnover, short field, a pick six. I mean, okay, that's Given seven them the points. The doubt. Two short field field goals is, you know, another that gets me to 13. I can't see him marching down the field and scoring uh, based off the arm of Zach Wilson. Um, maybe they field goal it, you know, three, four field goals um, in a short field touchdown. I still can't see him eclipsing 17 points, like in any way, shape, or form. And that's best-case scenario, really, for the Jets. I mean, w- what we looked at earlier on the show, you know, what did they do in the first couple weeks? You know, first game against the Panthers, uh, they what, put up 14 points. It was a 19-14 loss in the game that both teams probably didn't know what they were getting. Both teams were just trying to get to the end of that game and steal it and kind of survive. Um, it was Sam Darnold versus Zach Wilson, the new Jets quarterback. Yeah. So there was a little bit of uh, extra emotion, incentive and emotion. Um, what they do last week? They scored six, six points, points, a twenty-five to six loss against. Um, oh my goodness! Against New England, a New England team that again is they're truly masterminds when it comes to playing young quarterbacks, confusing them, uh, breaking them down, and exposing them. That's what they did slowly but surely to Zach Wilson, who threw four interceptions in that game. Um, I think what's awesome for the Broncos is Vic Fangio, another defensive mastermind. He's going to see exactly what worked against Zach Wilson. And we're going to try to do more of that, okay? And we're going to do it, you know, we're in different looks. We're going to disguise some stuff. We're going to um, hope that Von Miller has a two or three sack day. But also we need another couple sacks from some other guys. I think the only sacks we have this season are from Von Miller. I'm yeah. not 100% on that. But I can't think of any other sack from any other player, to be honest with you. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's – it's – the Jets are just with the – not with the doctor ordered because we're not sick. You know, it's just what um, the beauty of maybe the pain and struggling of last season, last couple seasons to go get this um, loser schedule. Yeah, I mean, you got it is. Broncos were losers last year. You get a loser schedule this year. And sometimes it doesn't work out that way. And sometimes actually, you know, teams kind of shake up and a different, you know, say the Jets went and got a veteran quarterback, whatever. It happens to be playing out that the Broncos get three cupcakes in a row. You got three cupcakes at the end of the season as well with um, the Bengals, the Lions, and maybe theoretically Philly. Um, I mean, even the Chiefs at the very end of the year, if they if they are who we think they are, they're gonna you know play none of their starters in that game. Bro, the way I look at it right now, and it might be not the right way you want to look at it, but this is the Broncos Blitz podcast, not like the all the teams podcast. So again, we do the Broncos Blitz podcast one because we care about these Broncos. You know, we're from here, we do it. Like the guys who come out of town, hey, can you do the Broncos Blitz podcast? I know you're a Giants fan of from New York. I know you're a New England fan fan. You went to Syracuse or whatever, but can you do, you know, it's like different. So uh, that's why we're so awesome kind of, uh, but also it's like the Broncos blitz podcast. It's like, we care about the Broncos in a different way that um, if you're listening to the podcast, you probably understand. Right. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we just have a different uh, affinity towards this Broncos squad and, you know, going back to the, the Jets and in that Patriots game, um, four interceptions from Zach Wilson going against that mastermind of a, a Bill Belichick. Um, and like you said, Vic Fangio is also a defensive guy. So he's going to oh, do yes. some of those same things. And with, to me, what looks like a better defense on paper for the Broncos on their roster, 
but maybe not as good as coaching uh, as Belichick. Way to put it. So I hope though the combination of the two create the same result. Right. I don't need like New England was totally cool winning twenty. You know, their game was like never in doubt. It seemed close at some times when you had um, them the, uh, covering the five and a half points like I did. Um, you were worried, uh, but then they just kind of slowly but surely took the life of the Jets. That's a division game too. So you think that you know the Jets might have came out a little more ready to go and maybe make more of a ball game when you have two rookie quarterbacks playing against each other. So uh, Teddy carves the Jets, bro. I'm not down. I'm not expecting the Teddy uh, letdown game. No. I am expecting the Teddy uh, showout game. And, you know, I don't know. Teddy, 25-year-old Teddy, 24-year-old Teddy, isn't going to do the things that this swagalicious 28-year-old coming into his own um, the world on a string Teddy has. He's going to take some chances down the field. This could be show out for Teddy. Yeah, I mean, you look at last week and Mac Jones, uh, he had zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, and he didn't, I think he had less than 200 yards. Uh, if Teddy continues to play the way he's been playing against this horrid Jets defense, then He's having a, a three-touchdown day like he will. coming out party. This is the Teddy does. This is the way Teddy plays, and this is the way he plays against teams like this. Teddy's going to go win this game. Teddy, you know, this is not a, geez, I sure hope Drew Locke doesn't throw a couple mistakes. Yeah, I hope this one doesn't come down to the wire. You know, we don't, those Jets might surprise you kind of stuff. When you got Teddy, you don't kind of worry about this kind of stuff. Do so you know what we do got to worry about? Lamar Jackson. Um, we got, you know, we're, we're kind of not there yet and it's very dangerous to look past the team. Not this time, bro. I'm looking straight past the jets. My mission here for the Broncos is to stay healthy, uh, build on, um, something pretty, uh, pretty, pretty cool. That's already been started this season. A foundation that I think has been like, you know, laid down. Um, the guys who were trying to lay down the face in the last few years, we tried to go cheap with it. And like, um, these guys, you know, there's cracks in the concrete right away and stuff was like flanking off and chipping off. And the, you know, it's, we didn't, while we were trying to do the same thing over the last few years, I think we finally have gotten it right. And that's with the combination of things, uh, mainly doing, uh, having to do with Teddy Bridgewater maybe give George Payton some credit as well um maturity maturation of um not just the players the young players but Vic Fangio as a head coach you saw him struggle he he knew it wasn't easy he said it, he admitted to some of these things um yeah. for being a pretty prideful guy so to me Broncos are better a lot better than they were over the last couple of years and I think what's hard for people to uh Wrap your head around, are they a lot, a lot better? Like, really, really, really ridiculously, ridiculously good-looking. You know, like, like are they taking three or four steps up, not just a step up back to respectability? Right, right. And, you know, we won't know until they face the Ravens and the Steelers and, and they start to face, you know, higher quality of teams. That's when we'll truly know. But also... If they shut out these Jets, if they That's what I'm talking put up 30-plus points. Did we mention on the podcast here or was that the radio show? It was the show. Oh, man. This, you know, again, I respect everybody because they play. The, the Jets have a handful of players who are some of the best players in the league at their position, okay? They're pros. Anything can happen. Ball's shaped funny, okay? And it bounces weird. So we know that. But, I, listen, for me, shutout's on the table, bro. They scored three points in the second quarter. 
and three points in the fourth quarter against New England. Okay? If we are really better than New England, if our defense is really better than New England, if we got, uh, you know, if we're hitting on all cylinders, let's go shut them out at half. Uh, come out in the third quarter. Teddy's takes you down the field in the third, uh, to start the third quarter and scores touchdowns. That's what he. That's what we. He, where he's known for here now. Um, create that separation. Force them into throwing the ball um, down. You know, maybe only thirteen to zero, sixteen to zero. Pick six. The fear factor comes in. Um, the defense gets stronger. Don't let them run the ball. We then have the win. You know, you'd give up a late score otherwise in a game that's essentially over and you're trying to milk clock. We would have the shutout to play for at that point, which is very rare these days and very, very special for defenses. Jake, I'm going, bro. I'm, it's, I'm feeling good about this thing. Yeah, we're rolling. You know, the we're rolling right now on the Broncos. And uh, I think the Broncos are going to keep this this momentum going, and yeah. uh, they're going to dominate this Jets team. And and this is really going to be a true test for the Broncos to see, you know, just to pummel a team and just to really yeah. you know, impose your will. And show how on much somebody. better you are, uh, deeper you are, more um, put together. More put together. I like that. Let's call this halftime. Perfect time to mention DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL and a partner of this podcast. We love DraftKings. That's where we do our business. That's where we win our money. That's where we get our quick payouts. That's where we put our same game parlays together that no one ever has um, and that are super unique and super um, fun uh, to turn 25 bucks into three, four, five, six, seven hundred bucks. We were talking about a parlay on the show today, Jake, um, that a hundred, uh, 10 paid out to 25 Five paid out five and 50 paid out a thousand. We built it. We took like a segment to do it and I felt so good about it. I put a big taste on it and I'm looking to hit this parlay, this same game parlay right now. You guys, you newbies, if you're saying like, oh, same game parlays, all this kind of stuff. Uh, that's too much for me. Okay. I just want to bet the Broncos to win. Okay. Well, we got, do we ever have an opportunity for you? Bet one dollar. Bet $1 on any football game this week, whether it's the Broncos to beat the Jets, whether it's um, some th Thursday night football tonight, which kind of, um, again, I think it's a great betting game, but a stinker of a game in terms of, you know, star power in the Texans and the Panthers. But bet $1 on any football game this week, receive $150 in free bets instantly, no matter what. That's the hookup. That's the deal. No strings. $150 in free bets instantly, no matter what. DraftKings safe, secure, reliable. Uh, deposit withdraw whenever you want. And it's just like sports betting of the future. Okay? That's why they're the best. That's why they give you these boosts, promos, opportunities to win so much money. Um they want you to be a winner. They want you to play. They want you on the app. They want you competing. DraftKings Sportsbook app is the best. Go check out it. Uh, go check it out right now and use my promo code MHS to receive $150 in free bets instantly when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code MHS to get $150 in free bets instantly this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL 21 and older. Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Okay. 
Um, where do we go from here, Jake? We have like maybe three different things to talk about. One of those being your predictions we'll put at the end. Um, you mentioned uh, right before we started this podcast uh, some some uh, first players eligible to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, I love that. Do you know what? Yeah. Um, the new Hall of Fame class has six potential first-time inductees, one a former Bronco. These guys are DeMarcus Ware, who's a first-ballot smash-hit Hall of Famer, one of the great players ever in the history of the league at the position. And, you know, he feels like a Bronco. It feels like a real – like John Lynch never felt right as a ring of famer. DeMarcus Ware came here. What he did for Von Miller's career, mm-hmm. what DeMarcus Ware did here in a short time, his impact is, you know um, – was so, so powerful. He deserved that ring. It was Ray Bork-esque for a guy like that to come here in his twilight and get one when he really still was a great contributor to a team, you know, not just kind of on a team, you know. Um, and you he, have, he actually got a Super Bowl with, with the Denver Broncos. You know, you can't say the, that. That's the Bork effect, man. He, that's, he can't say that with the Dallas Cowboys. You no know, it's just not it. the he same. He had to come here to get it. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, right? and the impact he made on Vaughn, like you said, he came back later. Listen, as a consultant for the team. Okay, let's like, talk about these inductees, and then I want to talk about more into Marcus Ware and Von Miller and what you know, um, what that was like, and how things could have been very, very different for all of us, of all of us. Um, the twenty twenty two class, um, the twelve nominees, ten first year eligible players. Um, Wait, let me see. I'm sorry, 122 nominees. 10 are first-year eligible. Anquan Bolden, Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, Steve Smith, um, Jake Long, Nick Mangold. I don't really think of those guys as Hall of Famers. Uh, Let's see here. Who am I leaving now? Vince Wilfork and Robert Mathis. I'd have to take a closer. And Antonio Cromartie. Nolan Cromartie. Wilfork, I have to take a closer look. Uh, Robert Mathis. Um, I have to see his sack totals. I think more of Dwight Freeney as the Hall of Famer than I do Mathis. But I might have it wrong on that. I might be shortchanging Mathis. DeMarcus Ware is going to the Hall of Fame. Nick Mangold and Jake Long. I don't think so. Andre Johnson's numbers are underrated. But he was a, such a career loser. Steve Smith is going to the Hall of Fame. I think Steve Smith gets inducted. His numbers are pretty tremendous. Um, Devin Hester is an interesting, very interesting case because I think we look at Devin Hester as the greatest return man ever. No doubt. Like ever. Um, what about Gail Sayers did this and that? Okay. Well, I mean, that's 100 years ago, bro. I mean, like, you know, don't get me wrong, but Devin Hester did things that no one ever has come close to doing. And if there's going to be a guy you put in who did what he did, it's got to be him. That doesn't mean you got to put all the guys in like that and start opening the door for special teams guys like that. But Devin Hester was the greatest return man in the history of the NFL, no doubt about it. And Anquan Bolden, I think, is going to the Hall of Fame too. And while Steve Smith or Anquan Bolden, one of those two might keep the other one out of the Hall of Fame, I think both guys are deserving. Anquan Bolden, Jake, is like with top two, three, four um, at lots, all like different unique positions all time. And, I mean, statistical categories all time. And also... Um, he was one of the like fastest to hundred, fastest to two hundred, fastest to five hundred catches. Five, a bunch of these benchmarks he he gobbled up, and he just was in the shadow of 
um, Larry Fitzgerald for a long time, but then went to Baltimore, I believe won a Super Bowl with Baltimore. I think so. Um, and you know, uh, was a damn freaking good player for a long, long time. And especially considering... Tough. Yeah, the toughness. Tough. Uh, considering... After that injury, yeah, you know he he broke his face. Oh, listen, like the movie with Nick Cage <laughs> and um, John Travolta, face off. They literally took his face off. Okay, so uh, yeah, I think those guys are Hall of Famers. And back to the Demarcus stuff. When Demarcus were signed here, I remember it was three years. $30 million, 10 per, and I was thinking, damn, that's a lot of money for a guy who might be washed, okay? Well, not only did he still contribute, I think pushed 8, 10 sacks for the couple seasons he was here playing his high level of football. At the same time, Vaughn was going through some serious shit. I mean, like, <laughs> Vaughn was in a dark place, a bad place. There's one thing that just hit in that chronic, you know? It's one right. thing to hit in that, but that 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 gravity bong or whatever you do, <laughs> but Vaughn was, um, he tried to pay off the P test guy. I mean, like what for one? Come on, Vaughn, what kind of fucking cheapskate are you that you're not gonna pay the guy enough to shut up till we won't th- end up telling every, the whole world you tried to pay him off? Exactly, you know, uh, Vaughn, bro. I know you hadn't made the hundred million yet. But you were the number two overall pick. So check this guy. Check this guy. I'm, I'm thinking if, Vin, if Von Miller tries to tell the P-Test guy, oh, man, I got $7,000 to help him here in my safe right now. I, I'll get you $10,000 right now. You just, you know, you just, you know, you pee for me or you, um, you know, don't have my test come back dirty. Bro. This guy makes the P-test guy. He's dealing with freaking P all day, okay? So he's got to make 70 a year, 65, 80 a year, you know? Um, Vaughn, offer this guy 50, 60,000 freaking dollars. A little bit of life-changing money, you know what I mean? Come on, Vaughn. What kind of cheapskate are you, bro? So not only did did you handle the, did you have dirty pee, but your cheapskate too, you handled that situation wrong too. Get it right. He couldn't get anything right back then, including paying off the pee test guy. So Vaughn was in a dark place, a bad place. Uh, Don't forget that Alden Smith and Vaughn Miller from the same draft class and Alden Smith and Vaughn Miller were the first, you know, comps to 50 sacks and both wrecking fools and all pros and pro bowls earlier on their career Alden Smith is out of the football gun charges stuff domestic stuff I mean he's the bad guy duh so Vaughn what did Vaughn do under the guidance of Demarcus Ware who's like I mean adopting kids and foundations and this and that all kinds of stuff um Vaughn who is never even to this day to to this this day, day like that kind of vocal leader I'm that kind of leader He's one wants to be led, and he'll go be your frontline soldier, your best soldier. But he wants to be led. Vaughn wants to be still. We've seen this with the Teddy Bridgewater stuff. We're seeing it. We're seeing it. We saw it with Peyton. We saw it with Demarcus Ware. He said it. He said it, and that's not a slight of diss. Not everyone is that guy. Take charge in front, but also he might be your baddest dude who will be your best soldier. You know, I think that is Vaughn. So Vaughn, DeMarcus Ware's impact on Vaughn Miller, which who went on to be Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl MVP, Vaughn Miller, 
my, my brother. brother. We're gonna live, we're living together right now. We're getting our lives together. Sorry, Johnny Football always creeps into the podcast some way, shape, or form. But um, he's Super Bowl MVP of Super Bowl Fifty. That doesn't happen without. Uh, DeMarcus Ware's intervention-like guidance and uh, reputation turnaround and influence he had on Von Miller to, again, you know, Von's had a couple little things here with, you know, the 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 that ex put him on blast, the whole thing. But do you know what? Von Miller last week became a dad. And I'll tell you, Jake, I was, you know, thought I had the world by a string, man, a hot shot, bro, and thought I knew it all. Um, I was doing radio in my 20s, and then when I was 30... I had JJ, had me, who's eight now, okay? You just, life changes, your responsibilities change, you're living for someone else now. It's like all different after that. So Vaughn here, who's 30 years old, Vaughn's 30, bro, okay? Having a child? (coughs) I hope that Vaughn is having a, not a, a renaissance, but like a, early slow start to the back nine of his career. I think, I hope Vaughn's on the 12th or 13th hole and has got a lot of football left because Vaughn talks about playing for 15 years like DeMarcus and Lawrence Taylor and Bruce Smith and Reggie White. And what do all those godlike defensive football players have like in common? Not only were they the greatest players of all time, they played for freaking two decades. And do you know what? You can't make that. Either God gave that to you, Vaughn. I mean, you could work hard and extend it. You know what I mean? Like Tom Brady has. Um, But also Tom Brady is, again, Tom Brady's the perfect storm. Tom Brady's got this whatever Giselle-like potion or serum that supermodels take. I'm being freaking dead serious, Jake. Whatever the shit is that supermodels take to stay, look like Cindy Crawford and Christy Brinkley, who are like 60 and still look beautiful, incredible, and like didn't have that horrible work done where they look all like the Joker, you know, type of stuff. That's what Tom Brady's got. Plus, he works hard. Plus, the diet. Plus, whatever kind of genes and, you know, his parents and God gave him creates this freak-like 45-year-old guy who's winning Super Bowls. Again, like, his wife's a supermodel. They don't think that's helped in the aging stuff. I swear to God, she's gave him some of this stuff. It has no doubt. So about it. that's just kind of the truth. That's he doesn't what it even is, look like so. the same person. He does it, bro. You know, there's got to lo- be some some surgery going on. Oh, there. I mean, a little nip and tuck here, tighten hey. up a little here, Jake. I cha cha cheese, a little vino. Mwah. My compliments to the surgeon. I would do the same thing. No, you know, if dude. I was getting up there and in, in that age, like you and and, hey. and Tom Brady, you know. <laughs> Jake, that's super hurtful. No, um, but Jake, now I want your picks for this game. I want, give me a, a star on offense, a star on defense, your total, and um, I guess that's what we need from you here today. All right, so my star on offense is going to be um, Javante Williams. Oh, yes. This is the breakout game for Javante. Wow, I love that. Um, you know, we, we've seen him, you know, have some tough, hard runs, and but we haven't seen him break Damn. one. We haven't seen him break How one yet. How sick would that be for him to go 100 yards and two tutties? Home opener. And have Melvin Gordon get 40 or 50, have a nice day too. Yeah, home opener. He's going to have all that extra juice. I love it. And, and he's going to be running harder than ever. Um, so I see Javante Williams tearing it up. Uh, my defensive star of the day, with Josie Jewell going down, I'm going to say Alexander Johnson has a huge game. I say he forces a fumble. I say he uh, has a multitude of tackles and wow, even a sack. Alexander Johnson, that'd be sweet from a guy like that, especially after Josie Jewell goes down to get someone from kind of that group to go in there and 
be a difference maker. Um, that's tough. That's tough. And Josie Jewell, they're going to miss him. Big time. They're going to miss him, man. That, that's a lot of tackles and a lot of hard work and a lot of leadership that is just off, gone. Now, straight gone and off the field. Some will have to make up an account for that kind of stuff. So Johnson um, will be a perfect uh, guy okay. to pick up the slack uh, for Josie Jewell. And uh, my score, you know, earlier in the week, uh, we made our picks on the radio show. I said 31-14 uh, uh, okay. Denver. I'm still going with that. I like the 31 points for sure. I think the Broncos, you know, it could definitely put up quite a bit of, of, of scoring output this week. And uh, there's no way the Jets are going to put up more than 14 points. I can't see it. I mean, the Broncos Maybe gave up 13 and 13 points. to a Giants team that I thought kind of had some good offensive players. And then Jacksonville, who I thought would have a scheme of an offense led by Trevor Lawrence that would make things difficult for the Broncos. They did for a half. Both teams did for kind of a half. And then Broncos, you know, showed how kind of good they are and how, how much better they've gotten and kind of put it on those teams in the second half. So I like that. Um, I'm not going to tell you what kind of prediction have but 14 means they have two touchdowns i'm more like a 13 total because that's like a touchdown and two field goals but also one say again is everything gonna go right for the broncos always and forever say pick six something happens balls popping and rolling around pick up score it's seven to seven you know special team like, touchdown ah, like last week exactly and then say maybe they're Offense generates one more touchdown. That's not that out of this world, and it never turns out the way you exactly think it's going to be. But, man, I, I love a 30-14. to 14. So um, we'll end this podcast, but give me a Teddy stat line, too. Teddy, he has three touchdowns. No longer two Damn, Tutty Teddy. Daniel. No longer two Tutty Teddy. Uh, so he's going to have three touchdowns, 315 yards, and uh, I'm going to say about a 75% completion That's percentage. That's freaking badass, Jake. That is badass. Okay, that's the end of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Jake, we'll see you on the podcast. We'll see you tomorrow for the show. Um, might party with you this week, and who knows? Um, but we'll see you on the podcast back on Monday. Yes, sir. 3-0. Um, pocketbook, uh, our portfolio, strong to quite strong, because we're going to hit on these bets uh, on on the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL and partner of this podcast. We appreciate everyone who listened to the podcast. Find this podcast anywhere you can find podcasts. A couple places are, such as... Apple Podcasts, if you're an Apple guy. Uh, Spotify, I know everybody loves Spotify. Um, you got the Spreaker, Podbean. Anywhere you find podcasts, okay. Broncos Blitz Podcast. MileHighSports.com as well. Mile High Sports app as well. Thanks for listening to this podcast, if you do so uh, on the regular or if you're just turning in the first time. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night.